It's a bad advice show. And a good night, uh, a good afternoon, and good morning. Welcome to the weekly edition of the Bad Advice Show. I am your host, Gordon Baker Bone. Uh, Mr. Bone, if you're nasty. And to my right, hailing from Nylons, where Little Wayne has now bino alligator. Mail, everybody. I hope everybody washed their ass today. And hailing to my left. Is it hailing to my left or in my left? Hailing from uh, an area that soon will be owned by... Ugh, Elon Musk on Twitter. Ugh, ugh. Give it up. That's the Rome, everybody. Hey, what's happening? So, uh, Elon Musk has just uh, purchased. I didn't think he was going to be able to do it, but he did it. Is that true, or is the, is the internet lying to me? No, it's true. It looks like he did it. Mm. Should Elon I be passing? I'm sorry. Should I be panicking? I mean, well, let's start. Let's start at the beginning. It is. It must be wonderful to be rich to be able to get a loan for a fucking twenty some billion dollars, so you can buy some other shit. Like, if one of us went to uh, the Kooja store and we wanted to get the sweat, the same sweater that Big and Small had, but we didn't have it, they like, we couldn't go secure funds. It's just amazing that they just let him. They said, "Yeah, we got you. We'll spot you on billions of dollars. We'll spot you on billions. Twenty something on them. That's crazy as shit." I'm not panicking any more than I panic every other day. Like, ooh, a terrible white man bought some shit. Right. That's what that's like doing. literally Tuesday. This That's a waste of time and breath. Things I, I enjoy, though. One thing he has yeah. done is made sure that he's heavily in the news cycle at the top of every week for about three weeks now. Yeah, it's been a bad April. It's been the, the uh, April of Musk. Every week, he has managed to put himself for the same thing. It's it's three weeks of, of a new thing. So it's, I mean... Part of it is him just whipping his dick around and everybody like he's he he's that classic smarmy creepy dude that nobody fucking paid attention to and he went away and got money or got buff or whatever and now he's whack as fuck. I mean it's pretty textbook. And you know what? I believe I believe that and I think he fits the archetype. Uh, I don't think he can whip his dick around. I think that's why he does the rest of the shit that he does. Well, yeah. <laughs> and his mama is literally a Bond villain. Say what now? Google a picture of his mama. I'll wait. Oh, oh no. All right. Talk amongst yourselves. She's uh, absolutely a James Bond villain. Yeah, why can I never in, find in every phone iteration of Bond? In every iteration of Bond, you would see all the way her. back to Sean, all the way back to Sean Connery. Absolutely. Wasn't there one before him? Who was the Bond dude? Villain. The one dude before him was Sean Connery uh, the first one. No, there was one guy. No, there was the a guy before Sean before. Connery. Yeah, it was. 
Yeah. Can y'all name all the uh, James Bonds? Okay, so there's Tim, there's Timothy Dalton, there's Roger Moore, there's Sean Connery, there's Pierce Brosnan, Daniel. The ones that the ladies love. Daniel Craig. Mm, Yeah. Remington Steele. I'm a child of the 80s. Um, Daniel Craig, who has his own thing, by the way. And um, the guy I can't remember. Yeah, I think that's my list, too. And I, I can't remember another one before that. Yeah, no, there's one guy I can't remember, and his name is Dave David Nevin. Oh no, Nevin. There were two. There are two. I missed David Nevin, apparently. And but the and George Lazenby. That's who I was thinking about. I didn't even know about David Nevin. Because I've heard David Nevin's name before. I feel like I've heard his name, but not associated with Bond. Yeah, not not with Bond at all. Yeah, but I've de- Rod Lazenby is the guy that I was remembering. I knew that name, George Lazenby. Okay. Sean Connery did it for me though, because he it was a lot of a lot of a lot of punches, a lot of straight rights for no reason in all the movies. He punched a lot of people. He didn't shoot at a lot of people. Yeah, he was he was very um. Fist the cuffy, but that was kind of yeah. his thing, like tough guy, right? That's that's yeah, yeah tough guy, Connery. yeah, with, with the chest hair. Mm-hmm. So, I you know what? That would be a good poll for uh, Twitter. Who had the best chest hair, Magnum PI or Sean Connery as James Bond? I would say uh, Burt Reynolds on the Bearskin Rug. Um, you adding in Hall of Famers. I still have to give it to Magnum. There was just something about Tom Selleck. Was Tom Selleck still with us? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Still Excuse me. Too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse yeah, me. no, he's doing propaganda for CBS. Propaganda. Oh, yeah, he does. He, he loves. You think mm-hmm. cops buy him drinks every time he goes out? Him and Donnie oh, Wahlberg. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You're not going to buy a Magnum P.I. drink? Of course you are. Oh, man. I've said this before. My daddy knew. He was on borrowed time if my mom ever met Tom Selleck. Jesus Christ. Yeah. My, I know my I know my grandma uh was a little hot and bald and, and, and caught the vapors a few times watching Magnum P.I. It was them booty shorts. It was the booty shorts. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody that's above 65 that you at this moment would still like kind of give it to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, okay. No. no. But I'm disturbed though. by how feasible. Like, 65 is not an out the box number for me. Anymore. I don't know 65 is not an out out the box number, but I'm just saying for some I don't people like out there that. listening. Yeah, no, I'm just saying I don't like that. That's the, that's just an aside. <laughs> I'm not a fan. All right. What if I said 70? Would 70 be pushing it for you? Oh, I wasn't saying change the question, but I, I wouldn't even go 65. So 70 is a, a, like, come on, God. That's the speed limit. Oh my God. You're gonna get there one day, right? 
Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Okay. No, but I don't like light skinned niggas be ready to die. So I just had to ask. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll get there. And um, I'll be happy at 70 and I'll look at other 70 year olds. But uh, as of right now, that's just no. None of us should say yes. Not even you, Gordon. My phone is playing high go seek with me and I don't know why. Like, I don't even know where the fuck my phone is. I went to go pick up my tequila. Uh, from downstairs, and now uh, I don't know where my phone's you go. at. It probably there means you you're go. gonna text somebody you ain't got no business, so that's best. What are you talking about? Nah, I'm I'm just doing business on my phone lately. Mm-hmm. I've been very uh very uh tamed. I, I start actually started deleting. Well, here's my piece of bad advice: uh, go unfollow people that you got no business following on Instagram and Twitter. Get uh get rid of some of the thirst traps on your Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Have y'all have y'all uh, purged yourselves and cleansed yourselves of uh, following people just because you lust them? Nigga, are you joining a cult? Uh, no, I just it's just something I do. It just like it I, just sounded when you said purge yourself. That that sounds like some shit where you sign up to give away all your worldly possessions and then y'all wear the same jogger suits. Yeah, it uh, does sound it. like after this conversation, I'm gonna be like a laptop. No, 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 not like that. Not like that. Mm. I just realized, I just realized, like, if I drink too much, sometimes I just be on uh, Instagram and TikTok, uh, just adding people just because they look fine. And I'm a little bit twisted. I don't do that. Don't do that. Mm -mm. I have maybe, maybe five thirst follows. Even on Instagram, like if I follow you, you're doing something interesting. You're, you know, and I'm not saying no, but I, I only follow five fine people. What I'm saying is they're fine and they do something else. That's, that's, uh, that's commendable. That is very commendable. I know y'all nasty like... and disgusting. It's okay. I'm better than y'all. That's fine. Oh, wow. oh man. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm, no. That's why. That's why I purge myself. Um, <laughs> you've got, you've got to quit calling in that. You it's like something about the on your card. <laughs> you were saying something? I said you had like these people are your cardinal sins. Yeah, it's something about the way he's saying it that I don't like. Like I, I know I got a thing for. Um, for beef online too, like I'll, I'll I'll follow anyone that grills uh, and has a reel of grilling. If you uh, cooking a steak outdoors over over a fire, whew, you got Gordon. Now, I will no. say that I follow if a man is fine and he's grilling meats. Mm. Yeah, pretty primal. Yeah. So um, you be out there putting uh, gr- uh grill grill uh grillograms. That's what I was gonna call them. Grillograms. Oh, uh, grillogram. <laughs> you be setting. You be doing grill thirst trapping, Sorrow? No. <laughs> no, I just took a picture with my grill because it was. Like, Gordon, Gordon, Gordon. Grill I, I'm not asking you. You gonna lie, Gordon? He be flexing for the camera when he flexing with that grill, man. <laughs> He got more. He got more. In the last, like, I'm gonna say, last two months, he's got more pictures of him in the grill than him and Boogie. <laughs> That's because Boogie won't get off the PlayStation. 
Me and Cool Breeze been taking pictures though. Yeah, you and Cool Breeze, y'all, yeah, y'all photogenic as hell. Yo, he made he 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 hurt my feelings tonight. I told him to go to bed. He said, "Daddy, why are you so mean?" Oh my goodness! And that hurts your feelings. Yeah, it hurt my feelings. You a fucking punk. I mean, yeah. Like that's it. Oh, you can see it real quick on that one. He's like, you know, yeah, you're right. For my oh, kids, man. I am, yeah. Yeah, I gotta. I wonder what that's like. What what is it like when your kids uh, say something petty, like "Why are you so mean?" Does that really affect y'all? Uh, apparently not, Mel. <laughs> Fuck her off a duck's back. I mean, because it had to just be me, I, and 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 I'm joking a little bit. I'm not saying it could no. never get to me, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. These things happen. And I like do. just saying I mean, because I, I, I know you're doing something that I wouldn't have wanted to that that's like nothing to me. Yeah. You're not my friend. You're not my friend either. You never pay for shit. So what? Wow. <laughs> I'm Melvin for the juggler with that one. <laughs> I am I mean, the only one things. who cleans up. Yeah, you too. I don't give a damn. Going to Costco with my mama lately. That's that's some good quality time bonding. Yeah, that's my that's the second piece of bad advice. Take someone to Costco. Yeah. Don't even go in there for don't even go in there for like something specific. Just go in there and see what y'all walk out with. That's just a good go time. in for the go in for the sample grazing. Ooh. Are you oh you sample grazing again? You still you know it's still a panorama. I haven't been sample grazing, but these niggas yeah. outside. Y'all spitting each other's mouths and doing body shots. Go fucking graze the samples at Costco. You'll be fine. I just went and got my checkup. My yearly checkup. Went to uh, my doctor. Uh, all my doctors are women of color because uh, that's who I trust. No longer will I go to uh, <laughs> a white dude. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, almost all my doctors are black ladies. Mm. I have one um I have one doctor who's a white dude. Yeah. He's like the dude for my condition. And um my dermatologist is Indian. Nice. So how about you, Sarone? Do you mix your doctors up? Um, you know, I get who the HMO gives me, and I've been lucky to have a woman of color for my physician. I, I'm switching. Um, you uh, just let the HMO pick your doctor? Yeah. What? I just, I just went in. I just figured they assigned somebody to you. No, like you can pick your doctor. I mean, look up your doctor reviews. That's some terrifying yeah. shit. Also, yeah. Yeah, I don't want my I want my doctor to have no reviews. I don't want them to even think about you anymore after you leave your office. Because if they're still thinking about the doctor a couple of days later, something went terribly wrong. I mean, I got a, a yeah, it's a yeah. Sometimes the thing is the office can be terrible when the doctor is great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, 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 ex- explain service. that for the crowd. 
So you can have a doctor that's amazing and knowledgeable and takes the time. But if the staff, you know, isn't great about calling in prescriptions, if they Mm -hmm. don't answer the phones, if they don't return your calls in a timely manner, all of those things make it difficult. Like I've really struggled with my cardiologist because he's fantastic. You know, he's, he's one of the top in the, in the condition that I have, but the office just getting a prescription and like, it's for blood pressure medicine, getting a prescription is crazy. So yeah, it's, it can be a pain in the ass. You need both of those things working at least somewhat in tandem, like being late. Okay. Whatever. But just like not doing the basic things unacceptable. I agree. I don't know how most people uh, pick their um, doctors, nurses. uh, But the the thing I'm saying, I got a lot of friends that um, are becoming uh, doctors, nurses, and dentists. And I still see their Instagrams. And I think I'm gonna have to unfollow them because I, I it's, it's weird to see a doctor out there stunting. Anybody else do that? Yeah. Anybody else follow their uh, <laughs> they no, doctor friends? Wanna, yeah, I don't want to follow my doctor. I don't want. <laughs> I, I follow my doctor friends, but I've never thought about. I mean, does watching them stunt make you feel poor? No, not make me feel poor. Uh, one of my friends is actually. Uh, my dentist also, and I literally saw her uh, like popping bottles the night before at bottle service before she had to do a cleaning. And I was like, she about to fuck up my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't follow my doctor and I don't. I wouldn't go to my friend as a doctor. So there's that. I need some ch- separation of church and state. <laughs> I like it though. I don't want to follow them because I don't. I don't want to see what you do with your hands when they ain't in my mouth. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't want to know too much. Just, I don't want to know I, who you fucking voted for. Like, I really do not want to. Well, okay. I want to know who my doctors have voted for. I don't want to know. If, I don't care about my dentist. Okay. I don't know why. Maybe that doesn't make sense, but. Yeah, dentist doesn't matter to me. Doctor, yes. Huh. Man, it is so white on television right now. How is the NBA 90% black, but everyone in the crowd is almost 80% white? Like, this shit is wild to me. Money? Oh, there it is. Money! (laughs) (laughs) If you guys... The playoffs yes. ain't for us. They raise the prices, and I got you niggas watch this at home. <laughs> Have y'all been seeing uh, in Minnesota the protesters trying to hop on, hop on uh, the court to protest? The animal rights has it been animal rights or animal and cli- climate? Uh, I think it's been a combination of both. I, I honestly don't know. I know somebody tried to glue their hand on the court during yeah. one game and uh the second game uh a young lady was tackled on the court uh as she cut through um they had a a, a guard 
watching her the entire game. Imagine that. Imagine you pay all that money to get that close to the game only to get kicked out. Yeah. I'd be so on my best a, behavior, but they clothesline the shit out of her. Yeah. It's a lot happening. Um, a lot of scientists, though. It's like at this point, I think the count is significantly over a thousand scientists have been arrested. So what now? For they've been arrested for various protests. Um not too long ago. Uh the beginning of this month, I want to say the sixth, maybe, um, sixth, seventh, something like that. There was this guy, Peter uh Huh. Peter Kalmus, I think his name. He's a scientist. Okay. And him and three other scientists chained themselves to the Chase Bank buildings out in LA. Because Chase, <clears throat> it's um the out of all the banks, they're the most invested in fossil fuels. Really? So there are a lot of uh a lot of climate activists who are protesting and, and and getting arrested because they scared as a motherfucker and i feel like we should probably be more concerned than we are and a lot of folks are like Ooh, the, the protesters are fucking stupid uh, okay yeah like protesting is weird but also like a nigga just set himself on fire and died someone else a do- yes protesting climate change he set himself on fire on earth day and he is dead now. Oh. Yeah. So it's like serious business. And it's like, ha ha, that's so crazy. Nigga, this is how the movies start. This is how the movies when the world blows up begin. All of them. I find it fascinating how quickly people call something dumb just because they don't know anything about it. Right. I'm super dismissive when it comes down to information that one we weren't privy to or unaware of we instantly i should say we some people uh instantly just want to call it dumb because the same thing that started out with like uh covid people call it dumb and people were crazy to worry about it then two years later a couple stimulus checks later we're here and now oh man we're going right back into it they uh they stopping the mask mandates again uh, in certain places, which I am, ugh, I am not happy nervous. to see these faces. It makes me nervous, but at the same time, people at this point, at this stage of the game, people are going to either mask or they won't. And I'm not being blase about it because there are people who are like, there are strong concerns, for example, on planes or, or anywhere, service animals can't be masked. service animals can't be masked but COVID is transmissible through service animals like your dog or your cat can give you so if somebody is sick and this was actually uh, a lady on Twitter who was talking about this the other day she has a service animal and she's immunocompromised if COVID is transmitted to her dog she can still get it so Mm. these are the facts it's not you know it's not people being alarmist this is just but People have decided that it's okay to let old people die and get, you know, get this and die. It's okay to let disabled people, immunocompromised people get it and die. Fuck kids entirely. 
Yeah. Because they can't at five years old, they can't even get under five years old, they can't get the the vaccine. So it's not, I'm not saying it as, oh, it's whatever, we'll be fine. It's not that we're going to be fine, but these are the same people who were wearing their mask under their nose, who were, you know, doing all kind of bullshit, who were going outside with COVID anyway. So makes me mad when I see people that don't wear their masks properly. I, I hate seeing the chin strap uh, thing. And, like, it's still going on, and it still blows my mind. And uh, I wanted to say something else because you brought up something about planes, and I wanted to ask you guys about it. Did you guys see Mike Tyson uh, on a plane have, having to um, silence a uh, fellow passenger? I did. I did, too. <laughs> Did it, all right, real quick. Did it bring you a little bit of joy to know that uh, people that can like you don't you don't anger people like you don't do that to people you don't treat people like that just because they're a celebrity. I don't know whether that guy had one too many or on the red eye, but it looked like he was antagonizing Mike Tyson until Mike Tyson had to put um had to put hands on him. Yeah, we're gonna see a lot more of that these days because we've got this crop of people who especially now that there are more black people in pop culture there's a certain way people like to engage black folks and you know talk crazy and all of that we're also coming out of a pandemic and people have been stressed as fuck so we're going to see a lot more oscar slapping and plane punching and bus chest kicks somebody gonna get strangled in a party bus like we're gonna see a lot of that because people are on the edge and we're in a like money is not money's a buffer but this type of shit that we dealing with money is not enough so we're gonna see a lot of people who are like on the edge fucking up like i don't but it's People people have a very different, like, this is not the Mike Tyson, because that dude looked kind of young. This is not yeah. the Mike Tyson that we grew up with. Like, I knew. I know the nigga who had um, Mitch Green's eye talking. Like, yep. that's the dude that I know. I know the dude who went to jail for sexual assault. I know the dude who almost kill Robin Givens. You know what I'm saying? And I'm very, I'm very glad that he got the treatment. He needed to, you know, to because well, you know, the 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 other part is he he was, you know, he he has a mental illness. Yes. So I'm very glad that he's, you know, got everything together, whatever, but also leave people to fuck around. See, I think you're right. I think a lot of people see uh, Mike Tyson and they think it's the Mike Tyson that sings One Night in Bangkok in the uh, mm-hmm. sequel of um, <laughs> Hangover. Yeah, Everyone thinks that. They think it's the, the cartoon character you see on Adult Swim. This is not an animated man. This man is pound for pound a champion at one point and has mental issues and he's doing his best not to go back to jail. 
Listen, he, he is we, literally uh wait, what, what, what's the character from Baby Boy where he, he hit Jody? Melvin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I grew up in a time where the only mystery with Mike Tyson was is that nigga still a, did he kill him? Is this nigga gonna get up and walk? That was the mystery we had for Mike Tyson. Y'all yeah, know a whole other dude. Y'all remember how people used to be so mad that they spent $100 on a pay-per-view Yo. fight to only watch 40 seconds of a fight? <laughs> oh, that used to be ridiculous. Oh, man. That was highway robbery back in the day. Mm-hmm. You paid $100 plus, got all your friends together to watch literally just Mike Tyson walk to the ring and knock someone out in 20 seconds. That Holyfield fight felt like reparations. <laughs> because that was like that was an event that yeah. made up for all them 10 second fights we sat through oh man mystery I... intrigue drama betrayal all of it ear biting ear biting <laughs> ear biting two times oh my god Hey, did y'all know he actually has an edible that uh, is shaped like an ear? Which one? Uh, I think it's Mike Tyson has a edible that is shaped like an ear that you can eat uh, an ear and get uh, get high off of, which I think he needs to give Evander Holyfield some portion, uh, and no pun intended with the portion part, some portion of that uh, proceeds. <laughs> For all we know, he already does. Yeah, that's petty. Because I couldn't see him. Yeah, I couldn't see that being monetized without. But what do I know? I mean, mind my business and act like not act like I know everything. Oh, my God. But yeah, that's petty as hell. Imagine if somebody did that to you. Imagine somebody did something petty, like that did something to you and then tried to profit off of it with an edible. Oh, that'd be like. My mama making uh, edibles if she was still here, shaped like a belt or extension cord. <laughs> Come get these whoop ass edibles. What? I'm in therapy because of those instruments. I still oh get God. inordinately angered by Tupperware cake holders. Wait, wait, why? That's what my mama used to beat us with. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. I was like, I really sat down with my sister. I was like, yeah, you know, this was kind of fucked up. Like, (laughs) you know, we were abused, right? It's so weird when you meet uh, other black folk that's been uh, abused. But, you know, we, we, we mask our trauma through laughter, music, arts. But then uh, we, we, when we revisit it, it's always met with this uh, weird jovial sense. And it always takes like someone like me or you to be like, no, nah, that wasn't good. I remember when I did my grandmother's, uh, like, I think like one of her birthdays and everyone was like, yo, joke about how she used to beat all of us. And I was like, that, what? <laughs> That's not funny at all. I don't know if she want to relive that and neither do I. And like, so someone yelled that out and I was like, hey, hey, real quick question. Uh, 
did she really beat all of us? And I was like, raise your hand if you got a beating from Betty. And sure enough, everyone in the room raised their hand, raised their hand. I'm like, this is this is awkward now. <laughs> did we turn this birthday into an intervention? What the hell? <laughs> so like you 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 had a you had a spanking granny? Yeah. She was one of those go get the switch, which I never understood because my cousins would always go get one of them switches that cut air that like even if you just walk with it, it was cutting air. And I will always get the heaviest, heaviest branch I could find something that she really couldn't lift. Yeah, like you have to. There was an art to, to picking out your own switch. And by art, I mean, psychological torture. Oh no, I live in Jersey. <laughs> I live in Jersey. I used to find the branches I knew would break. <laughs> you know, the ones I knew was dead on the inside. So mm-hmm. as soon as they touched it, they just crumbled. I'm like, <laughs> it's like so weird when you think about it, like thinking back, even as an adult and, and I'm somebody who, you know, like raised my own kids. And I think about how excited my mom used to be to pick out a switch. Like, girl were you okay obviously the answer is no no but like what 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 did you go through oh yeah because i would have to feel like they were doing better than their parents did right hurt people oh yeah hurt people they used to be just straight punches uh, for them oh yo my grandmother put a hose up my mama's nose for my mama talking smart wait 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 she waterboarded him. Yeah. My grandmother waterboarded my mama. So thank you for not waterboarding me, Big Lou. Oh, wow. That sounds like some mafia shit. What the hell? Yeah, was like it was wild. <laughs> it was wild. Oh, man, like when that's... she told me the things that my grandparents did, when I got old, I'm like, oh, no, no, that was really fucked up. Like my, <laughs> this is so fucked up. My oldest uncle, she didn't allow him to call her mom. She told him she adopted him from a frog, and he had to call her something else. Who does that? What is wrong with you? Hurt people. Hurt people. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure that uncle never learned to love. Like, but, and I like the other thing, you got to think about it, how close those people that, that generation was to slavery. Like my grandmother was born in 1912. Yeah. A lot of people forget about that. So she was raised by people who, who experienced some really fucked up shit and, and, and also experienced pretty much the absolute worst of white people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I that think was that the golden does. years for that was the golden years for white people. They was on a, they was on a tear. And we have our traumas even now, of course. And it's you know, and some of these things, some of this result of this generational shit that we've been through. But there are certain things that we didn't experience in person, and I think that makes a difference in how our generation, especially, deals with our kids. And 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 that's why our kids are a little more likely to be um, hooligans than some <laughs> some older generations. 
See, y'all, y'all parents, and I know as a comedian, I hear a lot of people say a lot of different things about uh, y'all generation or our, our generation of parents and how we parent differently, how we uh, are sparing the rod, so so to speak, uh, and saying that we are weaker parents because of that. I find that to be kind of like bullshit. I, I don't think we need to traumatize our kids the way we were. No. Yeah, I don't. Well, and in I another, think, who knows? In another seventy-five years, we might not touch our kids at all. Like, so I was thinking about how, when my kids were little, because I I stopped yeah. I stopped spanking, but I it wasn't that I never spanked. When yeah. they were small, I spanked, and I spanked one of them in front of my daddy, yeah. and he like had something to say but was like no you don't do that you know because blah 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 and I'm like first of all nigga where the fuck was you when you was elbow dropping like this nigga was putting the people's elbow on me and now you know you're you're the positive parent but the other thing was I realized some of that was me performing for my parents what to make mean? them know that I, you know, I had my house in control. I had well done oh. and I'll do what yeah. I have to. And then when, when between him, like a, like nothing I was going to, no matter what I did, it was going to be, you know, but B really listening to the sense and what he was saying, because I've been a kid and I, I felt all of that shit then, you know, I, so that's what pushed me over the edge to not doing it but so much of the physical discipline is rooted in our own ego and wanting to signal that we have everything under control and the fact is maybe we don't like my parents beat the hell out of me but they definitely didn't have shit under control i'm a mess so it was all uh, imagery mm-hmm. what were you saying Saron? it's you know the illusion of control is the it's the shadow of fear that you cast upon your house. Uh, but it don't mean it's in order. Did you just turn into Shakespeare or Edgar Allan Poe for a second there? <laughs> I'll take Edgar Allan Poe for 500. And then the thing too is I I had this fear of um, being myself or, ex- or explaining or letting my parents know who I was. My kids don't have that with me. And my kids still, like, we still have a respectful relationship and all of that. But I have a, a, a dope relationship with my kids and know they're not perfect. And yes, they still need a lot of guidance. But I would rather take, let them take a few more years to get their shit together and have a relationship with them than just kind of like send them out into the world and, and not know, you know? So you've got a healthy relationship. Not everybody have this healthy relationship with their kids like that. We Some still people, people still out here. We got a healthy relationship in spots. We still people and like we, I don't want anybody to think that just because we have that relationship, that means we're still humans. I'm still full of shit. You know, they still full of shit. So it's there's no magic answer. It's just you have to have a willingness to keep improving your relationship and, and be better people. 
See, I like the fact that whenever we do uh, topics like this, you guys give me a new insight on what it's like to be parents. Because as you know, I am not a parent. I am just a cool uncle that has to buy Legos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uncle Legos. Yeah. You ain't get some Legos yet? I, I ordered a set because she wants age-appropriate Legos. So I'm trying to get her these uh, STEM uh, Legos. Oh, okay. Legos that uh, promote STEM uh, knowledge or education, uh, creativity. And so I bought one that is like roses. Like it turns into, it forms a rose or something, something like that. But Tyrone was right. I feel like he cursed me on purpose when he said Legos are expensive because there is there is no Lego for a 12-year-old and up that is under $40. That is, yeah, under $40. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't curse you. I just gave you the real deal. Yeah, you know how much money I owe. I owe the Lego Corporation. Toys are expensive now. Oh, you telling me? I'm trying to get a PS5 right now. Oh, if any lady out there that wants to get me a PS5, I'm I'm willing to do something strange for a PS5. Oh my goodness, <laughs> my niece. Oh is, my god, you are, just opened yourself up to so many offers. Must come with two remotes. <laughs> Wow. I don't want to play alone, wink, wink. (laughs) Here we are, right back at felonies. Oh, man. I'm still still trying not to laugh at the people's elbow, because I know that was (laughs) Yo, I have so many, I have so many stories. And when I tell them to my sister, because my sister was good, you know, and I mean, she's just one of those people who believes fat meat is greasy. So when she used to see me get my ass whipped, she was like, oh, guess I'm not going to do that shit. And so like when I explained it to her, I'm like, yeah, that didn't happen to you. She was like, uh, no. No. <laughs> I Speaking of sellable off the big TV is just killing me. <laughs> Speaking of parenting, uh, there was actually a uh, a sports article about an NFL wide receiver who just got in a little bit of trouble because he was uh, doing donuts in his Hellcat with his child uh, while he his license was suspended. And some people are saying that he was just being a cool, rich daddy, showing his kids how to have fun by doing donuts in his Hellcat with, with his child. And other people like said that he was he endangered his child. What would y'all say that dad was doing? So he did the dumbest shit he could think of that day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he, he's a dumbass. I don't think he realized how dangerous that was. No, I don't think he did either. No, 900 horsepower car, infant plus baby seat. Yeah, we should be fine, right? Yeah, we're fine. I mean... I feel like we just know so much about each other. Yes. You know, Too much and, at times. And not only do we know so much, but like we always feel like we have to have this opinion that's the that's a statement on humanity. Yeah. It was dumb as fuck. And, and I don't know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I agree with that or whatever. But it's like Parents do dumb shit every day. That's true. Father stay doing dumb shit. 
Like, is so, that really true? Do, do, do dads always do the right? Like, I know as an uncle, I've 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 thrown the baby up a little bit too high. You no, like you know when you're outside, you just throw the baby up and catch. Gambling ring. I don't know yeah. why you feel Uh-oh. like you have to break this Uh-oh. down. Why you always gotta bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> because it's a gambling ring, and she was nine. Oh man. Yeah, yeah dads, dads do dumb shit. I uh, <laughs> I was holding Boogie one night in the bed, and I didn't know I was dehydrated, so I stood up with him too fast, and I fell directly on my face, and but cradled him in a way that he did not get hurt at all. But I feel like on my teeth. Oh, I think that's my biggest fear of of having a kid that I would have a baby and a baby Bjorn, and I would fall forward. Your body will twist until yeah. your back snaps. Like you'll you'll you have no idea what you'll do to protect that child. Like I have run face first into the stove, trying to keep the baby from bumping their head on the stove. Yeah. I jump, you know, jumping in front of them like the Secret Service. Ooh. One of my things I had to I had to like start being careful of is not injuring myself when one of them got hurt. Yeah, because it's like I'm I'm. I would snap and bust my shit up. It happens. Your, your baby running and falling, and next thing you know, you running and falling. Yeah. One of my favorite videos to see on the internet is uh, parents catching their kids before they fall. You ever see those? Like, they play it like every Father's Day or Mother's Day, like mm-hmm. a parent catching a baby yeah, that's about yeah, to fall yeah, off yeah. the counter. Or, yeah, or a good, catch, a, good catch, Dad. Yeah. It, it's either that. <laughs> Let me tell you, Gordon, as a non-parent, that's uh, yeah. those are baseball numbers. You catch that baby maybe thirty percent of the time. <laughs> Batting three hundred sounds good, I but have... it's really only 30 percent. <laughs> I was not one who like said I was a freak about where I would sit the kids. Yeah, because I didn't want them rolling or falling off or anything. But I was I was kind of overprotective, but I was also clumsy. Mm. So I've definitely sat on my kids, definitely <laughs> baptized both of them in the baby oh, tub. Wow. Oh, okay. Um, that kind of I'm like super clumsy, super clumsy. That's, how, that's when baby, I find out all my kids are. Uh, that's how I find out all my kids when they are mobile is when they launch themselves off the sofa for the first time. You go, oh, okay, so you can do that now. <laughs> Which one? Which one of your kids did you step on the most? Probably who's always under your feet. Probably Levi. <laughs> cool breeze. Cool breeze was under my feet at all times. BB stayed. BB lived like within reach of my elbows. I am. I used to stay. I used to stay in earshot of my mom at all times. And sometimes she would be, she would forget I'm there, and she would think I'm in another room, and uh, she would give me she would scream my name, like I'm in like all the way in the back of the apartment, but I was really right next to her. And one time she did it, she she gave me a panic attack because I thought I was in trouble. <laughs> but you have been standing right there. My kids yeah, no. were. <laughs> I forgot I was being good. <laughs> my kids were obsessed with following me. Uh, BB was obsessed with following me, and then when I got the cat. And we were all living together. 
it was like both of them would be right on me for you. No oh, man, I gotta get. I either gotta get a baby or a or a pit bull. I think we're going get with a pit, pit bull. bull. Yeah, pit bull. It's cheaper and less mess. Trust me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna get my pit bull some dope ass Supreme hoodies. <laughs> yeah, you ain't you ain't ready for no baby. You 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 making purchases? Yeah, let please me know. get the dog. Please, I can get tell the dog. you. I can tell you as a parent, that shit don't even exist to me. A hoodie for a dog. That's not even. That's not even. I can't even fathom that in my mind. Yeah, man. Dogs are big if, business up here. If I tried to put clothes on Aria, bitch, I wouldn't see Dawn. She would kill you right there. Oh, she let me. She let me get comfortable and have a good night's sleep. That scared me. Nah, I don't. Oh, they are very creepy. Regal. It's nothing creepier than laying down and opening your eyes and a motherfucker is just staring at you. <laughs> Oof. All right. See? See, that's the type of shit I don't need in my life. Ugh. Oh, it's a mess. What's some other what's some other things that y'all got going on with y'all? What what big topics y'all had going on this week? Mm, let me see. I uh I just I've been going to the gym. And I also decided I'm going to start reading again. So I am taking book suggestions on the Bad Advice Show. Hashtag. Oh, yo, I'm reading Heavy by uh, K- K- K.S.C. Lehman. I think mm-hmm. that's how you pronounce. So good. So good. I wonder if he come on the show. Such a good book. Can you give a... a a snippet or what's it kind so of about? it's it's about his it's a memoir okay so he's really talking about his relationship with with wade um the the physical violence he endured as a child and witnessed the sexual violence he endured and witnessed i feel like i'm moving from the microphone sorry um it was just it but he's an amazing writer. He's from, and he's from Mississippi. So, and like our age group. So there's just something so relatable and comfortable about his writing because it's, it's, it, it reads like a letter to his mom, which you you can also tell, like he's writing to his mama, but he's writing to us. It's just so good. I just, I I can't, it's called heavy. I'll look it up. All right, I just got my library card and I downloaded the Libby app. So I'm looking for ways for my to be able to get, you know, books on my phone at all times. Yeah. Wait a goddamn minute. You had to download a library card or get a library card to download books? For the no. free free. For the free? Huh. That's dopey shit. Okay. Huh. I'm going to go see if Jersey's doing things like this now. I bet they are. The library are always doing fly shit. They just don't get good press. Yeah. The library is like the flyest, most consistent on the edge of whatever the fuck you need shit ever. And everybody's kind of like fuck libraries. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and libraries have been there, have held us down our whole lives. One of Sorry, the most true. important places ever. 
Yeah, that's true. It was the first place I made out with a girl. Okay. All right. Make no, it was not, no, it was, no, it was North Public Library. It was cold. Oh. It was winter. She was real cute. No, there's like, something right. nice about kissing around books. Okay, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. <laughs> it is. It's nice. I used to I'll kiss my boyfriend in the bookstore all the time. Like when I was a teenager, that was the <laughs> shit. Kissing in the bookstore. Hmm. Literary loving. <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm liking that you, you look, you're working out, you're reading books. What you, what's what all this uh, self care you doing here, Rome? He um, he's about to go Hollywood and leave us. <laughs> oh. No, I'm not leaving y'all. Y'all family. Y'all coming with me, whether you like it or not. Hell yeah. Shotgun. <laughs> oh my god! You just gonna put mail in the back? You really put me in the back seat for real? Are you serious? Hey man, I called it. Are you serious? <laughs> Do you know how I always end up getting in the front seat? Well, when I want to be. Sometimes you know when you can't call shotgun, but like the way I always like, I never bother calling it because I'm gonna get in the front and be like, you, you was really gonna put me in the back for real, for real. I'm persuasive, so it works. <laughs> I can see that. Oh uh, man! Well, I get I get to ask this time. What y'all got coming up in the next few weeks? Ooh, uh, well, I'll go for, first this time, Mel. Uh, mm-hmm. This weekend, I will be at uh, Mohegan Sun up at Comics uh, from Thursday through Saturday, doing a total of five shows at uh, Comics Roadhouse. Yep, I'll be doing that. And then also this Wednesday in Jersey City, when this uh, podcast airs that night, I will be at Hudson Hall with Ariel Leady in an awesome lineup for Culture Vulture Comedy Show. If you go to my Instagram and or Twitter and click the link in bio, the link tree. You can get all the ticket information for all my shows. So check it out. Baker Bone at Baker Bone, B-A-K-E-R-B-O-N-E. And Mel, what you got for us? Well, you know, every week I'm on Resistbot's YouTube channel, rs.bot slash video. And you can check the podcast, rs.bot slash pod. Um, and that's where we do Resist Bot Live. This past week, we talked about homelessness um, and, and the war on unhoused people. So we had a really good episode, a really good conversation about that. That's going to develop into some other things. And other than that, I've been really heads down working on some, some initiatives for Resist Bot. And working on my manuscript. I'm um I'm working on my novel. So nice. a lot of so most of it it's like been resist bot in 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 writing. So yeah, yeah. I've I found good and productive over there. Yeah, there are gonna be some good things that I have planned with resist bot for the summer. I really hope we're doing good work over there. It's it's good folks over there trying to do good work. And we're always looking for volunteers. So if you want to um, join or even if like you want to be on a podcast, if you have a, a an issue that you want to take on, and especially if we have a, a corresponding petition, 
rs.bot slash guest. I'm looking at those personally and we'll get back with you to um, maybe develop what you want to talk about. So yeah, that's some of the things I'm doing a lot of. I'll be doing a lot more community or digital community related things in my capacity as community manager. <laughs> capacity. What did you just do? <laughs> and so that was my, that was my, um, that was my cackle. I'm, I'm, I've, I've been working really hard. Like I haven't done a whole lot of whatever about it, but I, the work I'm able to do with, with Resispot and, and really develop and have the time to think and brainstorm and plan it out like a blessing. I never thought I would be able to do this type of work and it's what I'm doing. So I'm excited about it. I don't talk about that a lot because I've been busy than a motherfucker, but yeah, yeah. life is good. Um, all right. So, that's, yeah. That's all, yeah. So that's, what, that's, that's what I like to hear. Uh, we want to thank y'all again for listening to the Bad Advice Show. Hey, bro, uh, where you going to be at? Oh, nigga. Oh, I forgot. Uh, the fuck? Yeah. May 20th, I got a show in Arlington. I'll get you more information on that. And uh, just follow me on Twitter at uh, C-E-R-R-O-M-E-R-U-S-S-E-L-L, all one word, at Twitter. And Metarom on Instagram, uh, M-E-T-A-R-O-M-E. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and you can follow me on Twitter, the Gates of Mal. The O should be a zero. Hell yeah. And guys, don't forget, we have a Patreon. I just want to give a quick shout out to all the new patrons that we have out there that keeps joining. It is patreon.com backslash bad advice show. You will get uh, episodes early and you, if you get to the second tier, which is $10, not only do you get episodes early, you get that other thing podcast. So you get two, you get two pieces of content a week instead of the one. So please join, please tell a friend. It is amazing. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys. <coughs> Damn, I almost died. And I just want to say, I just want to say huh. that when you when you donate to us, that means you're not just helping us, but you're helping us invest back into the podcast. Fuck so yeah. we've got listen, some listen dope to things Sarone's that are gonna mic. be coming. Yeah. Sarome's got a new mic, y'all. Hey. That's because of y'all. So please, the more you support, the more improvements we can do. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, yeah, appreciate eventually, y'all. eventually we'll have enough Patreons uh that we all live in a communal house. Yep. And we can do the uh the, the podcast in the in the sunken living room on the weekend. <laughs> we can have a we can have a um a content creator house like Hillary Banks. Yeah. On Bel Air. Call Dibs on lingerie cooking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you all for listening. We out of here.